Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Trust and What's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. Today has already been an amazing day because of the pre-conversation that I'm having with the amazing Alyssa. I mean, sorry, 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 sorry. I was about to say something. The amazing Melissa. I was gonna say I was gonna pronounce your last name. <laughs> I like to call pronounce her last name Alacantara, but it's Alacantara. And um, you might know her from being the amazing Kim Kardashian's trainer. Obviously, a lot of us love Kim, but. A lot of you also know her as, do you want to say your famous line? <laughs> if you can't do one, do three. Hey, if you can't do one more, do three. A lot of people was like, oh my God, where'd she get that from? I was like her. Um, I was like her. So anyway, over the last, oh goodness, uh, Insanity Max 30 came out in 2014. Yep. So over the last five years, uh, I'm, I still, I want to call you your last name, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> I do know her name, trust and believe. Uh, <laughs> Melissa has really turned into a fitness icon. And she's here today not just to share uh, her story about fitness, but how she actually got to where she was. And you said something really amazing earlier about it's about sustainability and, and not yo-yoing up and down. Um, so we're going to listen yeah. to her story. And we're just going to have a candid conversation because she is literally the realist. From the Bronx, New York, <laughs> everybody welcome Melissa. And I want to start by asking you, what was that moment where you were like, yo, I need to make a change because this ain't working for me? Oh, um, I, like, I was just done. It was like, I was at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. I was, I felt like fat. I was tired all the time. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. And I was like, I'm just fucking tired of feeling like this. Mm. That's it. Like, I can't do this anymore. You know? So I was like, I got to do something. And I had tried everything or you know how when people say oh i tried everything and it's, it's like, like you ain't tried everything exactly. did you really try though <laughs> right. that's the question so but i was like you know i can't keep doing the same thing that i used to do and um that's when i found insanity your program oh well Look thank at you that. 
I, but you were, but the thing is you were going through an insane time because I think people see you now, maybe they've read articles about you or people who follow you might know, but people who just do insanity don't know that you smoke, you drink and you were depressed. And that is a heavy, like, cause you know, when you start a transformation, a lot of people can say, Oh, she decided to work out. But think about the baggage that was in your life before that. Talk about that and how you managed to get to the place where you even wanted to work out with Sean T. Exactly. So that, that's the thing. It was like, I was working two jobs and my husband wasn't working. He was at home taking care of our daughter. And, you know, I was like, I was eating shitty. I was smoking every day, drinking. I would literally get Was it home. just cigarettes? Yes. So I <laughs> just did. Just ask. I'm not, just clarifying But I world. did smoke a lot of weed, like a yeah. lot of pot back in my, like, teenage years but I can't smoke no weed anymore my old ass I'd be paranoid <laughs> as hell I'd be like who that Yo, in my, you know, maybe a lot of people don't know this about me, but in my, in the past when I've, you know, had my little weed days, if you will, I remember I was literally like, no, I can't do this anymore. Cause I was talking to my friend on the phone and every seven seconds I forgot who I was talking to in the conversation I was having. And some people were like, you just had bad weed. I'm like, well, it was just a bad experience and I'm just not, I'm not here for it. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No, so yeah, I mean, like, literally like a pack of cigarettes a day especially like with the drinking and mm-hmm. I, I it was really really bad I was like crying all the time I didn't want to even talk to my husband you know I would get home and he tried to like talk to me because he was at home with the baby all day and I'd be like right. oh boy like I just worked two jobs like I don't want to talk to you right so now so you had two jobs where, where, where were you working because so I was working as uh, like a marketing assistant for this pet care company, an online company, during the day. And then at night, I was a cocktail waitress at a bar in the East Village. Whoa. Yep. And, you know, I just get drunk all night long and then literally get home like 3 o'clock in the morning and then go to work, you know, 8 a.m. and do that shit every day. And then I was eating shitty. I was drinking a lot. I was smoking. I was just, it was, you know, the fact that I even did, yeah, anything for myself, you know, I did that for for a whole year. Um, And the depression started, like, right after the baby, you know, I had postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. My body was out of whack. I gained 70 pounds during my pregnancy. I just wanted to feel like a normal, like my normal self. Right. You know, I wasn't even fit. Like before, I was gonna say, what were you like before you got pregnant? Because a lot of people gain weight, or they may have had a good, you know, healthy lifestyle before pregnancy. What was Hell yours? No, like? I was never healthy. I was a yo-yo dieter. I was up and down all the time. I would starve myself and then eat, you know, because I'd be like, oh, well, I look good now. I could eat, but then I eat, and of course, I gain all the weight right back and more, and then didn't understand why. You know, I would like take pill, diet pills. I, you know, when so I when say, you say you tried everything, yeah, I did that gardenia or whatever the hell it was. It was like drink this tea, do this thing, you know, and you know, nothing worked. Like I did Weight Watchers. I did. Everything. I have a question now. That's very interesting because there are a lot of people out there who try a lot of things. My question, without going deep into the answer, because 
we could we get deep. <laughs> we can go deep. Only because the other side of this is so amazing where you are now. When you did try Weight Watchers or try the tea or try the, you know, Gardenia, whatever it was, how consistent were you with it? Like, did you keep it for a long time or were you like, this shit ain't working, I'm out? You see, but that's exactly what it was. And it's hard not to get deep with this answer. Oh, no, go for it. I mean, go for it. If you want to go <laughs> nah, for it, nah, go nah. for it. Yeah. But I did it for like, I don't know, a couple weeks, a month. And yeah, everything works until it doesn't, mm-hmm. right? Because if it's not sustainable, then it is only going to work really for like, a certain amount of time and it can teach you something right you know right. everything is an opportunity to teach you something about yourself right mm. and so that's mm. pretty much what happened yeah and it was like every time i did one of these things it just taught me like okay well i could do this for this amount of time and then that that's pretty much it or you know at the end of the day it wasn't any of those things you know it was always trying to find something wrong with something like oh this pill didn't work you know i did it for two weeks and yeah i lost five pounds but then i didn't lose any more weight and it's like of course because you know it's literally about moving your fucking body like exercising and eating right so when you're when you're in that when you were in that place i think i mentioned this on every podcast that i record now you know it's not the thing it's a thing so what was it really that was making you smoke, drink? You know, what was, what was, was it postpartum? Cause a lot of, was it that, or was it like, what was the baggage that you were carrying in your life that held you in this place? I mean, it's crazy because, you know, up until now, when I told you that I'm going through like a whole other transformation with like an, almost like an awakening, mm-hmm. and, you know, now is the time that I can really answer that question is a distraction. It was mm. a distraction from my feelings, Ooh. from me feeling, you know, just really like listening to myself. You know what I mean? It's like if you're alone and you're not listening to music and you're not, you know, watching TV and you're not, those are all like distractions. Every time you're like, oh, I'm going to hang out with my friends. It's like, have you ever really spent time with yourself? To be like, yeah, what are those? What are those issues? What are the problems? Really get to know yourself, and that's what people are afraid of. It's right. like, and it's crazy. Like, why are you so afraid of getting to know who you are? Because then you have to take responsibility to do something about it. Yes, and that's what it was. It's so interesting you say that because I know a lot of people who don't want to visit that place because it's too painful, not realizing that. When you bury it, bury it super deep, it's going to seep out in other places anyway. You're like oh You can't God. hide from it just because it's packed down. Nope. And let me tell you that at now, I'm going to be 34 in a couple days. I am happy that, you know, even now at this point, I'm still young for me to like really take on and like tackle this whole other journey in mm. my life to like really, really get to know who I am and and go through all these things. Sometimes, you know, everything seems worse before it gets better. And if you're actively doing something about it, instead of pushing it to the side, pushing it away, you know, it's going to be hard, but 
you're going to push through, you're going to get through it, and you're going to come out on the other side. Like, right. You know? So speaking of, you said something a little bit ago talking about sustainability. And, you know, again... I don't I don't want this to be about necessarily the the insanity journey. I just want it to be about your journey. So, you know, you decided though to, you know, do this exercise program, which I think probably was the first step to you being like, holy shit, like I got a lot of work to do. So tell me about that decision. How did you go from I'm not gonna do this thing, I'm gonna do this thing, and then we can go beyond that? Yeah, well, it's crazy how, like, insanity... And then, wait, really fast. I want you to... Here. I just want to make sure your mic is... Okay, sorry. My bad. It's just crazy how, like, insanity kind of, like, fell into my lap, you know, just at the perfect time. I don't know. You know, these things just happen. It's like God's putting it there, you know, for you. Or you, actually, because it may seem that, you know, these things are just falling into, but you're pulling it in. You know what I mean? It's like you're manifesting. You're putting this out there. So I was in that dark place and I knew I needed a change. And then insanity, you know, I saw the infomercial and I was like, damn, I was like, nah, that can't be real. These results. But I was like, you know what? It doesn't even matter because I ain't doing nothing that's going to change my life right now anyway. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. And I didn't have the money. So I'm going to be honest and say that I pirated that shit. Wait, so where'd you get it from? What's the website? Because I need to know. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally Piratepay.org. Hey, come all the way through. (laughs) Um, But still, you know, but you still had to do the work. So that, exactly. you know, and I had no idea what I was getting myself into. It was like you legit went from doing nothing to about to do one of the craziest fucking things you ever did in your life. And, you know, I honestly, I didn't think I was, I don't know. I didn't think I was going to do it. I, it was like, I'm, I'm like zero or a hundred. Either yes. I'm not in it or I'm in it, in it. Like hundred percent. Right, right. I ain't going to miss a day. I'm not going to eat another grain of rice unless this is what it is. You know what I mean? And so I kind of let it sit there. It sat there for three weeks and every Monday I was going to start. But yeah, cause you know, you got to start on a Monday. You can't start on no Tuesday or a Sunday. Cause who does that? And then you kept pushing that Monday back. Exactly. And I was like, nah, I ain't ready. But you ain't ready. What you, uh-uh. <laughs> You didn't got your food because, you know, you got to have everything. Do I have the right sneakers? I don't got no gym clothes. But, you know, I ain't got that protein or whatever it is. Right. Excuses. Exactly. It's all excuses. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And one day, one Monday, I was like, all right, I'm just going to start. And I remember doing the fit test and almost dying. And I was like. Oh, hell no. I was like, there's no fucking way. This guy cannot be. Nah, he's crazy. I was like, this shit ain't real. Uh-uh. <laughs> After I'm kicking your ass, you're like, this shit ain't Exactly. Real. I was like, no fucking way. No real people do this thing. But honestly, I just kept on with it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one day, one into another, one into another. And then, you know, you get into deep and you're like, I can't stop now. You know what I mean? I just, I started to feel amazing and it was not only because I couldn't see the changes right away, 
but I knew I was doing something for myself. And that's not something I knew at that moment, but now I can say it was when you do something for you, mm. like, you know, there's nothing more rewarding than that. And that's what pushed me in the next day, whether my ankle hurt or whether my, you know, because in the beginning, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just flinging around, you know. But like, you, you generally had like coordination. I'm Latina, of course. Hey. <laughs> Even but though, it was, but you were doing it, and you're like, "This shit is hard." What? This shit is hard. I was like, "This is almost impossible." So, what is that thing? Because I think that's that's like a major question for people who are on whether they have a lot of weight to lose, or maybe they're already thin and they just need to get fit, and they hit that point of this is so hard. I cried a lot. Just so you know, you made me cry. And you also made me laugh. <laughs> I was like, uh, but where, so where did the tears come from? Frustration. I was like, man, I'm doing this every day. Am I getting any better? Like, this shit is still so hard, you know? Like, and, you know, I was just like, man, I gotta do all of this work. Like, I'm really starting at zero. Am I going to get to where it is that I want to be? I didn't even know where that was exactly. But I was like, you know, it's just so hard, you know, in the beginning because you you have to go in it with faith, mm. you know, and just be like, yo, I'm working at this every day. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if tomorrow I'm going to be able to do this again, but I'm going to try, you know, I don't know how I'm going to look or how I'm going to feel or any of that. You literally have to go into it without, you know, knowing the answers. Because I think that's where people mess up. They want to know the answers even before they start. They want to be a, a professional level even before they start. It's like, dude, you are here. Begin here. You are a beginner, right? Like, <laughs> right. fucking deal with it. Like, that's who you are. That's where it is. Everybody is a beginner. I think, you know, it's interesting you said something about faith. And I believe that society and the fitness industry is so based on immediate tangible results but those immediate tangible results always come down to a number like weight or inches or calories even when you made such a great point i think the first tangible result is continuing to have faith that you're you're staying consistent yep and you know like you always said it like trust and believe and you know, not to sound like, you know, uh, corny, whatever, and this is a, yo, but it's the truth. Like, you have to trust and you have to believe. And you have to believe in yourself. You know, you have to believe that you can do this every day. You have to believe that you are taking a step in the right direction every time. And, you know, you also have to believe that one plus one plus one plus one. Like, it adds up every mm -hmm. single time you make that choice to move forward to do something to, you know, like you're, you're going to make it like you are taking the steps. Yes. You know what I mean? And so what was that? Um, when was the first time through your journey, you, you said to yourself, maybe you didn't say these exact words, but maybe there's a moment in your journey where you're like, I actually trust that I can do this. Um, I'm going to say, it was 
probably like a few weeks into so many things happened you know during insanity insanity really like fucking like i don't know slapped me in the face in so many ways there mm-hmm. were so many like light bulb like moments um but i'm going to say probably like week 4 it's program. interesting because that's when you do, oh, you do another fit test on week four because you do every two weeks. Cool. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I, I was feeling really good and people started seeing that, you know, they, they were like, you come in here every morning, like at work and you're like all happy and shit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, cause I got, I did what I needed to do this morning. I got my right. ass up at 5 a.m. And I jumped around in my damn house. <laughs> Thank God I lived on the first floor. <laughs> Somebody would have interrupted oh your little God. transformation. Exactly. No, I was going all out. That was another thing. I, You know, the fact that it was at home, like, I didn't hold back. I made noise. I was sweating like nobody's business. You know, I just pushed myself to the brink of death. Yes. And I was like, you know, there were just so many things. It was like, it was that. It was like in the beginning, the fact that I couldn't do anything. And I was like, and that shit brought me even like further down. And I was like, damn, should I even do this? Like, I'm so out of shape right now. I'm so down in the dumps. Like, how do I even start this thing? But I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm just going to do what Sean says. He says, you know, keep your core tight. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Where's my core? Is it in my shoe? <laughs> What's going on over here? Wait, so when did you actually realize what your core was? Which I know you kind of knew, but like, when did you realize like, oh shit, like. It's funny because I was writing this in my book yesterday. I was like, I remember the moment when I think I was doing high knees and I was like, oh my God. I think I kept my core tight. I think so. Like, I felt it. It was, it was so much harder. Oh <laughs> I swear to God. And I was like, oh, that's what he means, you know? And it's crazy because it's all those little things that just kept happening, you know? I started getting the moves. You know, I wasn't like three moves behind because I was like, damn, he just moved to the next one. And I'm over here like trying to keep a damn breath, you know, and it's such a great program, too, because it just, you know, not to always talk about insanity, but no, it literally like it. it changed my life. Aww. You know what I mean? No, like legit. Like it's the only reason why I'm here, you know, right now. You know, after that, I did, you know, not to go off on a tangent, but I did Insanity Asylum, one, two, I did T25. I did everything. I was like, Sean is my my, my God. Well, I want to say this um, because we're going to go to a quick break. But I do, before we go to the break, I want to say that you did it because, you know, you went on LilPirateBay.com or whatever. (laughs) And uh, no, I'm kidding. Like, you did it. You decided to make the choice. And whenever... For me, when I developed that program, I said to myself, this needs to be, it needs to mimic how I felt the first day I ever ran track because that was the day that my life changed in terms of fitness and digging deep and getting myself out of a a place that I had been in in my childhood. And it was so hard. I was like, the first day of track and field, I was like, this is so ridiculously hard. So after being in fitness for years, I said, I mentally changed my mindset and physically changed my body when I did something that was so terribly hard. 
I was like, how do I bring that into the living room? And, you know, it was just the fact that you went on the journey and you experienced the journey and you felt how hard it was. And then you ended up in Insanity Max 30, which we will talk about when we come back. I want to say when we come back, not only are we going to talk about Insanity Max 30, but we're also going to talk about how Melissa Alcantara, that's how I'm going to say her name, Alcantara, (laughs) has taken herself to new heights and become a fitness icon, in my eyes for sure, and a lot of people will be right. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thank you for joining me on this season of Trust and Believe Transformation Stories. This season, we're doing something a little different in efforts to keep you inspired, motivated, and to hold you accountable. It's one thing to listen to the podcast, but it's another thing to take action on your daily transformation. So look at this season as a course in your personal transformation. Every other week, the episode will challenge you to take action steps to further enhance your personal life journey so that you can have constant progress. All you need to do to take action is to go to shantfitness.com slash safe space. There you can download your worksheet of the week. By completing these assignments, you will continue to stay present by enhancing yourself and your life. To join the safe space community, just fill out the information provided on the site and you will have access to monthly confidence building seminars, access to my live motivational talks, and each month will feature a guest speaker to help you sustain positivity in different parts of your life. Again, go to shantfitness.com slash safe space, a community of positive people that are here to help you grow. For Trust and Believe listeners, use the coupon code TRUST at checkout and get one month free. That's shantfitness.com slash safe space and use the coupon code T-R-U-S-T. Welcome to the safe space. All right, we're back, and I don't know if maybe we'll put some little bloopers of what happens during a commercial break around here, but we're back with Melissa. And you know what? I just want to talk about your journey in Insanity Max 30, and I just need to be very clear. This is not a commercial for Insanity, but you really were a, a major highlight to a lot of people's programs program and journey in Insanity Max 30 when you said, when I came up to you and I'm like, I said something like, how are you going to get do this? And she was like, <laughs> if you can't do one more, do three. Right. <laughs> and then we, we turned into a shirt, which I feel like Beachbody should give you a percentage of that anyway, but we can talk about that later. <laughs> Just saying. We're going to let that go. We're going to let that go. <laughs> no, um, but let's talk about that journey, like your audition, you know, oh just the God. whole entire process and how did you experience that? Because, and I'll say this, a lot of people have been in my workout programs and a lot of people in my programs or in my video and a lot of people come in thinking like, oh, this is going to change my life. But you have to, you have to do more when you finish that experience. So let's talk about your experience and how that, how you took that experience and enhanced your life. Yeah, it's insane because you know, insanity changed my life. And I would look at, you know, Tanya, you and everybody in the video and then be like, wow, you know, like they inspire me. I want to be, you know, as good as them, as fast as them, you know? And then 
I went from zero to now kind of like being obsessed, you know, and with the results, with my progress, with everything. And, you know, not really wanting to be like a fitness crazy person or whatever it a was. A guru, yeah. quote unquote. Like I didn't have any of that in mind. My my path was just always me getting better, me progressing, me either being faster, fitter, whatever it was, learning more. And then, you know, you you were coming out with a new program. You didn't say exactly what it was at the time. Because I remember during, when <laughs> after the audition, you were like, I guess what it's Let's see how she's going to mimic my voice. Let's go ahead. How, how did I say it? No, nah. <laughs> nah, but I was like, and I remember my husband sent me a screenshot from Facebook. And it was like, oh, open auditions, blah, blah, blah. Send in your story and some photos. And I was like, you know, everybody was like, yo, this is perfect for you because you started with insanity. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. should go. And I was like, all right. So I sent the email and they replied and was like, yeah, come to this place, blah, blah, blah. So I remember going and being like, I biked there. So I was biking every single day. I think I remember. Yeah, I biked like eight miles. It was cold as hell. And I'm like, first of all, I'm an idiot because I biked over here and I'm about to do the craziest workout. I was like, bleep. <laughs> so um, I get there and I see... Tanya and I see I was like starstruck. I was like, oh my god. Like, like these are the people from the videos. Yeah, these yeah, are yeah. people from the video. Like I did and changed my life. So I remember that the audition, um, it was like a few moves mm-hmm. and it was less than five minutes, I think. It was really fast and really hard. It was the hardest. It was like even insanity, I couldn't, like, it was the hardest five minutes. I thought I was going to die. I was like, no way am I going to get in this thing. Like, but I did my best and I went home and they were like, you know, if you get another email, we call you back for tomorrow. You'll get to meet Shanti. And, and I was like, oh my God. I was like praying to the gods. <laughs> I was like, please. That's so so funny. me and my husband went, we both auditioned. And I ended up getting the email, and he didn't. Oh, no. I was like, you was too cute, and you had abs already. I don't know. (laughs) They was like, nah, you can't. That's so funny. (laughs) So I went the next day, and you were there, and I was like, oh, my God. This is insane. And we did a workout. Yes. And I remember doing push-ups, and you were, like, counting. We had to, like, get to some ridiculous number. And I was like, oh, my God, Melissa, just keep going. Like, you're shaking, you're nervous, the <laughs> adrenaline. But, yo, you got to do it. You got to be in this. Like, And in my head, you know, at that point, especially going through insanity and yeah. having my changes and losing 40 pounds. And by that time, I was like, yo, you could do anything. Like, you, you could do anything and if you don't if if you don't get it then it's not for you then you know you move on you know like that was gonna shoot me down but when you called out my name that you were calling out the names of the people who made it i was like oh my god this sounds like so america's next top model (laughs) yeah for real (laughs) i hope it wasn't that bad no i'm kidding maybe it was who knows let me tell you i was the happiest 
person ever. Oh God, I could so not sweet. believe it. It was, you know, going through just like the workouts every day for those few months and shooting the videos and getting to meet you and all the people that I met through doing Insanity Max Therapy. Yeah. It was one of the best experiences. I was like, I was producing at this time. Like I was a producer in, in Soho and I was like, listen, I'll quit my job. I was going to quit my job. I was like, this is a one in a lifetime opportunity. And they were like, no, we don't want you to quit. You can work from home. And I was doing oh, both. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So I was doing both at the same time. And it was just amazing. Well, I want to say, you know, you were in my workouts and stuff. But when I walked into the Transformation Center, when I walked into the Transformation Center today and I saw you, it was just like, it was kind of like a reverse, you know, because you really are a person that is super duper consistent. You've never changed whether we were on set or not. And I had like, I was like super busy, but you were always like a joy. It didn't matter. And when I came into the transformation center today, I was like, Oh my God, this is so great. Like for me to see someone who's, you know, pushed their body, pushed their mind, pushed their life to the next level. And to want to come be on my podcast, it was great. But let's talk about what happened after Insanity Max 30, because there are a lot of people listening right now or watching right now that follow you on Instagram that you are their person, you know, and you're so real and it's so fun and it's, you're so ridiculous. But like, I remember I was watching a video, I think it was yesterday and somebody was filming. You're like, okay, I'm done. Get the fuck out of my face. Exactly. Like, you know, like how did you go from finishing the, the, you know, changing your life, finishing insanity, filming to getting where you are? Like, I need people to hear this story because it's really important. <laughs> Well, I didn't even know. Like, you know, after that, I started. So after Insanity Max 30, I was like, okay, well, now I know I don't want to, you know, be in production anymore. I want to do something in fitness. And I was still just following that path of like, Melissa, get better, learn more, be better. So what I did was I quit my job as a producer and I started working as a hostess at a restaurant Mm. by my house and my husband was like are you serious like you're about to make six figures and you're gonna take a minimum wage and i was like yeah you better believe i'm damn serious because how the hell else am i gonna you know if i take that promotion because they were gonna give me a promotion it's like if i take that promotion i'm gonna get deeper into something that it is that i don't want to do and i'm not gonna be true to myself and no shade to the company it's just what yeah, you want to do exactly like i'm sure that a lot of people will find happiness in doing that but that is not what i wanted to do i knew that wasn't my path i didn't know exactly what my path was but then again it's the same thing you know with trusting and believing mm. and just doing what you feel is true to to you right you know and making those decisions so i started working as a hostess and then and just like working out on my own time like started lifting weights, watching YouTube videos, you know, learning more about food and kind of like using myself as like a, you know, a test, you know? Right. And Like your own test subject. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's the only way, you know, through experience. I know a lot of people who have like certifications and nutrition and I like coach a lot of these kinds of people and it's like, yo, if you don't go through it, you know, 
how are you really going to know? Like, yes. you got to go through, I've, and I've been through, like, so many experiences, and it takes courage to kind of put yourself in that position, mm. you know? So I got to give myself that, you know? Hey, props, <laughs> Sometimes you got to give yourself self. props. You do. Exactly. I don't, think, I don't think enough people celebrate those and it's moments not being, of success. Yeah, and it's not being, like, all into yourself, but at the same time, yo, you went from here to here to here to here to here, like, you know? Right. Give yourself something. Right. So, I remember people would come into the restaurant and be like, oh, you're Melissa from Insanity Next oh 30. God, I love it. I love <laughs> and I would be like, oh. and they're like, I work out to you every morning. And those were the first, like, kind of like, wow, you know, like, That's so cool. I inspire people. You know, I'm kind of changing people's lives. And, you know, people would always ask me, what do you do? Are you a sprinter? Like, you know, I was working at this restaurant, so I was seeing all these people all the time. Right. And they'd be like, can you train me? You know, all this stuff. So, again, you know, going, just putting myself in positions where I had to learn, where I challenged myself. So, one day I was like, okay, I want to learn more about, you know, aesthetic training and lifting weights. And I was like, the best way to do that is kind of... I'm going to do a bodybuilding competition. <laughs> it's like In true Melissa fashion. Exactly. Let me just jump all the way in. Exactly. So that's it. what I did. So even before I really knew anything, I was like, I'm going to sign up to this bodybuilding competition. I got four months to prepare myself. And in this way, I'm going to put the pressure pretty mm. much. So I already signed up and I was like, all right, well, there ain't nothing to do now, but to do. You know what I <laughs> right, mean? Right. So I started reading up on it found a coach, put out like a post, like if you know anybody, you know, and through that, I learned so many things. I learned, you know, how to lift like a bodybuilder. I learned how to eat, like, you know, about tracking my food more and macros and things like that. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, like different types of cardio and I learned so much shit is ridiculous. And it was like, there's so many things I could say is the hardest thing I ever did in my life because I'd stay doing some crazy ass right. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like if you don't put yourself in that position, then how the hell, you know what I mean? You got to dig gonna deep grow? to dig deep. Exactly. So I made it, you know, I couldn't believe it. 17 weeks I prepped and oh my God, I almost died like seven times, but because of the food or because of the fitness, the, the, the exhaustion? Food, the, yeah, the exhaustion, the, you know, measuring every grain of rice, having to eat at a specific time, oh having gosh. to eat a certain amount of meals, a specific amount of food and taking away food. It's literally like a starvation So process. it is. So, you know, I, I think this is really interesting, uh, interesting subject to talk about because I always like, I like to tell people. I was like, I'm like, first of all, not everybody's going to be a fitness model or a fitness competitor, body competitor. And I was yep. like, that's a full time job. Yep. And so I like that you're talking about how. But you said it's the starvation process. Keep going with that because oh. I want people to know. Oh, yeah. So people think that they see like, you know, these people who are shredded and dry and cut up and whatever. And they're like, oh, I want to look like that. And it's like. These people don't walk around looking like this all year round. And mm -hmm. you have no idea what they do to get to that point. Like, this is not, it's not sustainable. It's not healthy. 
You know what I mean? Like this up and down, this, you know, the hormonal changes, all of these, I experienced all of these things. And I learned so much from this experience about my body, about myself, about again, how far I can push, you know, to a certain point to get a certain result. And although I did go through that, you know, I thought I would probably compete again, but honestly, I feel like, you know, I don't have to go to those lengths. You know what I mean? Like at, at this point, I'm like, I eat well, I, I'm healthy. I eat my burger and ice cream and my donut when I feel like it. And yes. you got to get to a point where you know yourself enough to do those things. And the, the problem is people are like, how do you eat that? And you still look like that. And it's like, I learned so much about myself. I spent the time I invested in learning about who I am in this certain, you know, position and what it is that you want to do and feel and look like yeah Yeah. exactly and it's like if you don't give yourself that time i can't tell you you know you're different than me you know what i mean but people just want you to tell them like oh yeah you can eat a donut every three days but the thing is the minute you walk away they're gonna go back to what they've been doing because they're that's why like there are a lot of nutrition things out there and and a lot of them are good but to me they're guides i don't believe that all of them are programs because, and some people say it is a lifestyle. And I'm like, a lifestyle is what you make of it. A lifestyle is you having the mindset to say, this is what I can eat at this time. Never saying I can't, I eat donuts every single Friday and I go in Mm -hmm. on a donut and I don't ever be like, Oh my God, I can't eat that donut that day. Is it Friday today? No. Damn. (laughs) But we can make it Friday. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because you know, just like I know, that one donut is not the thing that's making you. But I mean, there are people people who are addicted to sugar and the sugar addictions, and but that's a whole nother situation. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to what you're saying because I can talk about that all day long. For <laughs> me, I mean, I tell people 85% healthy, 15% fun. Maybe 15% is too much for some people, but still, you have to know your own calculation. You know that if you eat that donut, you're still gonna work out today. And tomorrow, and your rest day is going to be when your rest day needs to be. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. As long as you don't just keep going down that, you know, that downward spiral, because that's what happens. It's yeah. like, you know, oh, I ate this donut. I fucked up. So then, you know, so tomorrow. So then my life is going to be a fuck up. Yeah. You know, and then and tomorrow the you eat that fried chicken and biscuits, and then you're like, oh, I already fucked up two days in a row. I might as well. <laughs> and it's like, yo, just because you fucked up that one day doesn't mean that, you know, you just got to keep going down this right. route. And I'm only laughing because I like chicken and biscuits. <laughs> me too. But I still keep, for me, I still keep, I still keep my body right there where I want it to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Am I as low percent body fat as I was in asylum? Hell no. And you know what? I don't want to be. Exactly. Because I was like, that is too, it was just too much work. And I was like injuring myself. And, I'm, and that's because I was doing asylum. If you just do asylum, you're fine. But I was doing asylum. I was rehearsing for asylum. I was doing my own workouts on the side. Yeah. And I had a lot of other shit going on in my life that... I wasn't dealing with. And so there was a stress of it all. But anyway, I can keep going on and on. No, but yeah, it's true. Like when you talking about real life and putting all of that in it, all these situations, everything, you know, it's different for everybody. And so it's not just like this one 
lifestyle that's just kind of like written down that, you know, cause that's the thing. Everybody thinks is that one thing is that one thing that I'm missing. Is that one exercise? Is that one diet? Is that one? Oh, what about the keto? What about, well, if you don't like carbs, then it'll work for you. But if you like carbs, then you got to think about that Yeah, next because week. you're going to be mad. Exactly. Because yes. as soon as your ass eats some rice, then that's it. You <laughs> put on 10 pounds. Like think Because of- it's not that one spoonful. It's the entire pot of rice yep. that you just made, that you eat in one sitting. And then you're like, well, Why I need something I else. Yep. Yeah. And then you get mad at yourself. Yeah. It's um, like, so what do you tell clients who, uh, how do you train, do you train people in nutrition? So I have like a nutrition guide, so I don't coach people anymore. Um, but I did in the beginning and you know, well, I, I still kind of do, I guess. Um, <laughs> cause like, it's like, you can't have one. You always the other. have it. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? There. It's like, yeah. I gotta tell you this, you know, but it's, I tell people tracking food helped me in the beginning, you know, and it's not, again, we always want to get to that sustainable part. You know, you're not going to track your food forever. Right. Like who the hell is going to do that? Like you can't weigh everything every damn day. You know what I mean? But it's also good because I think the problem is that people don't know how much or what they're putting in their mouth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, sometimes, you know, but you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 we're talking about food here <laughs> so, that's why i love her because she's real <laughs> af nah but you know what i mean it's like know how much you're eating and people are like oh well i eat 1300 calories and i'm not losing any weight and it's like first of all that's your problem second of all most likely you are not eating 1300 calories i'll tell you that much you, that's what you think. But oh, I love when people tell me I seven, eat healthy because I'm like, let's oh go my back God, in always. time. Those five M&Ms and that one bite of that Snickers and that one little cookie that you had in the middle of that Which was really salad. the whole bag of M&Ms. It was two Snickers yep. and it was a salad with the whole thing of dressing. Exactly. Thousand Island. Right. <laughs> or French as my grandmother used to, <laughs> to eat. That got me hooked. But yeah, I'm just saying like, they enjoy saying like this is what I ate that was healthy but not talking about the or this is what I nibbled on and I'd had a snack but not the overabundance of things that exactly and that's what I tell people I'm like first of all the only one you lie into here is you because we need to be honest with ourselves i'm just gonna sit back and listen go ahead keep going no actually look into that camera and tell them this it is the truth stop lying to yourself if you want to make any changes the first person you got to be honest to is you like you can tell me all that you want to tell me but you know the Mm. truth Mm. and i tell people i'm like look in the mirror and try to lie to yourself Mm. you can't it's impossible and that's more than food. Yep. Everything. Everything. Like, legit look at yourself and be like, oh, yeah, I did just have a bite of that See Snickers. if you believe it then. Exactly. Why are you lying, mofo? You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the thing is, it's okay. Like, first of all, it's okay that you're lying to yourself because then you can actually realize what is being, why you're being self-destructive. So yep. I'm saying, it's, you, we've all been through something in our life where we're like, we're we know. covering it up or we're lying about it. And then when you look in the mirror, I, always, I tell people, I have that mirror moment. Because 
If you look in that mirror and say, well, I ain't cheat on my spouse when you know damn well you did, I'm like, that mirror's <laughs> going to get foggy real quick. <laughs> exactly. Because who you talking to? Because you ain't showing up. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that's the first thing. Like, you know, be honest with yourself. Yes. You know, and even and, and even still, like you tell people, like, track, don't change anything. Track your food for like two weeks. Just see what you're eating because I want you to just like look at things kind of in a, in a different in a different way. From the outside. In, yeah. yeah. And still people will change their shit up just in those two weeks. They will start modifying things just because. Because ne- but that's them being honest with themselves. Yeah. You know, they're so saying. Now, now, you know, in those two weeks, you didn't eat like you did the last two weeks. You made some changes. And now this is how you this is how you eat. Yeah, whatever. But we ain't going <laughs> to talk about that. But either way, it's like, first you do that. See what it is that you're eating. Look at food differently. Not just things that you want, and then you just put it in your mouth. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then take, like, the average of that, and then try, and then start from there, like, calorically. You know? And then do that for a little bit. And this practice is not so that you can be like, oh, I want to get to this amount of calories or this or whatever. It's literally just about looking at food in a different way, knowing, you know, nutrition from garbage, from processed shit, from, you know, like, yeah, this is low fat, but it has 40 grams of sugar. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like, becoming more knowledgeable about what it is that, you know, what it is that you're eating and, and just making better choices in that. They don't always have to be the best choices, but as long as you're aware, you know what I'm saying? Speaking of best choices and aware, you have made some amazing choices to become an entrepreneur and put yourself out there enough that you are developing and creating your own fitness regimens and programs. How did you go about doing that? And with that same question, this is a two-part question. How would you motivate or what tips do you have for entrepreneurs out there who love fitness or they just love one thing and they're like, what was that one superpower you used to push yourself to the point where you are now? I'm going to have to say literally like being able to go into a situation Um like being able to like say no to it. Mm. If it doesn't like coincide with who you are, what it is that you want being true to yourself, you know what I mean? Cause that's all, that's what it's all about. You know, you don't want to say yes to something because of the money. I never, ever, I could be making so much more money than I'm making right now. But honestly, I don't because there are just some things that I just either one don't believe in or, it's not my style or it's not me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to just do it just because, you know, and I've never been that way. And I think that, you know, that's pretty much how I got to where I am today. It's like literally like following my heart and doing things that make me feel good inside, that make me feel good about the choices that I'm making, not because of the money or because somebody said that this will make me famous or because of this or that or whatever it is. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like when I did that bodybuilding competition, it was all for me, for, for my learning process. Right. And what happened was that I had a, 
you know, transformation photo that went viral. Kim was looking on Explorer one night at four o'clock in the morning being (laughs) like, you know, found my picture. I had no followers, just this girl, you know, in Brooklyn working at a restaurant. And she hit me up and was like, yo, can you train me? And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, no way. You know what I mean? But it was just by being who you are and, and staying your own course. Exactly. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to do this because I'm going to be Kim Kardashian's trainer or anybody's trainer or whatever it was. But it just happened to happen this way. And always, still to this day, you know, people are like, oh, how come you don't promote that you like train Kim? Or, and I'm like, because I'm not using that, you know, like it's always. And you didn't you didn't you didn't gain her attention by seeking to train celebrities. You gained her attention by working as a cocktail waitress and staying focused on your fitness. Exactly. And that's what attracted her to me. She was like, damn, this is real girl she's a mom, you know, she's, you know, all these things. And obviously like she did this thing, like, you know, for herself, she doesn't have a trillion followers. She's just like a a woman, you know? And, and I think that people can see and feel authenticity even through social media. And you, you just feel that shit. You know, know when somebody, you know what I'm saying? That's how I felt about you. It was like, I just, I was like, I got to meet this guy one day in my life because I felt it. Like what you were saying, you, you know, like, you just know it's coming from like, you know, it's like when I watch you, I know you you felt it. Yeah. Cause I I was unscripted. I'm like, this is what the fuck I'm going through. And this is what I've been through. And that's where it's coming from. Exactly. Like you don't need to tell me what to say. Like I don't have, no one tells me what to say. The minute they try to, I'm like, I don't know who you think this is. That is so funny. Cause that's in every one of like my contracts or any interview or anything that I do. I'm like, I'm just, I gotta be me. And you can't tell me what to say. Even on my app, they gave me like, you know, worded, like, this is how you're going to say it. And I was like, hell no, Mm-mm. there's just no way I'm no damn robot. Like, this is how I feel. This is what I believe. And you can't tell me what to say. Even when I do interviews and stuff like that or things for people and they're like, I want you to say this. I'm just like, I'm saying it once because that's the most authentic you're going to get it. Exactly. So, and if I fuck it up, then that's how you're going to get it. Because yeah, because it is what it is. So speaking of authenticity, you know, you mentioned being a mom. And so there are a lot of people out there, they probably look at you like, you know, how I, oh my gosh, you're so busy. You travel. Oh, yeah. You're training people. Maybe you don't train people anymore. Whatever your schedule is, that doesn't matter. How do you manage all of that and still, you know, have time to be a great mom? It's crazy because i get that question all the time and let me tell you something to be and this is for me too because now i have twin sanity so (laughs) please i'm all ears (laughs) nah yo honestly like in life you have to give and you have to take and you're not gonna be especially when you're being split so many ways you you're not gonna be a hundred percent in everything you know Mm -hmm. you can give your best in and there are levels. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, with the time that I have, try to be the best mom. And, you know, I went through a rough life as a, as a kid. Um, and I guess, you know, that rough life put me, you know, 
I'm, I'm a survivor and mm. it's how I do what it is that I do. You know, I thrive in really difficult, challenging places. And I guess that's how, you know, I kind of manage my, my day and time is like, damn, you know, cops running after me, throw me in a bus, like under bus, like anything like, yo, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm just on it. I'm like just, I'm here for it. Exactly. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to make it. But you know, you also have to accept that you are not going to be the best mm. at everything. And sometimes in your life, there's, you know, one year or six months or whatever it is that you kind of have to put this ahead of something else. You know what I mean? It's like right now I wish I could spend more time with my daughter and I spend as much time as I can with her, but I'm trying to build, you know, something bigger, better, you know, like for her Mm -hmm. and you know, it's hard as a parent. How old is she now? She's seven. And she's like, you know, seven going on 27. <laughs> she is a little sassy, like adult. I wonder you know? where she gets that from. Hmm. <laughs> but, that, but, I'm, but it's good personality. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's so much like me. You know, it's crazy. And it's I'm like, so great. I'm I moving out. <laughs> when you're 13, I'm out of here. Call me back when you're like 23. And yeah, because you know, you're going to go through it. What? If she's anything how I was in my teens? Oh, my God. I'm just going to... Mm, <laughs> I'm out of here. Nah, but legit. Like, you know, it's okay to... You know, just like it's okay to fuck up on your journey sometimes. And, you know, once you kind of like start to get the hang of of things and you know and you kind of like just accept you know you just gotta accept like okay well right now i can't put 100 percent in that or maybe i'm not the best mom but i'm doing my best you Mm -hmm. know and it's like that that, that's what it is you know what i mean you can't put like all your eggs in one basket right you know at the end of the day you just put them in different baskets and create one big (laughs) sectional basket so you know, so now is your time to be a mom out there to all of the listeners and look into that camera and give them some power and motivation to continue to trust and believe in who they are. Listen, you have to take one step every single day in the like in the path that it is that you want to go. You got to always put your best foot forward. Try your best. Do the things that you want to do deep down inside that are good for you, all right? That are true for you. And, and trust me that, you know, things can only go in your, you know, in your way. Like, you just have to, like, believe, have faith. And that's pretty much all it is. It's like taking one step every single day and just adding on to that. Wow. <laughs> This is great. Thank you so much. So as you heard, you know, one step every single day to continue to trust and believe in who you are. And that's why I say it every day. I have it on my arms and pretty much everyone that comes here as a guest has some sort of trust and belief in themselves to push to have pushed themselves through a transformation. So before we we leave today, I have 
some speed round questions for you <laughs> oh, from Lord. the lovely Scott photobombs. <laughs> and you know, who knows what they're going to be? Oh my I don't God. pre, I don't pre read these questions because <laughs> they're always so fun you know, for me to ask. I suck at anything speed wise. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> well, let's see how you do today. You literally have five seconds. Oh my God. Five seconds. You can, you have five seconds to start to answer. And then about 10 seconds, it has to be really quick. Oh, Are you ready? Oh God. <laughs> I love the nervousness. <laughs> <laughs> Killing me. All right, All here right. we go. Question number one. Mm-hmm. Morning person or night owl? Morning person. Good. Or not good, whatever. I don't care what it is. I just want you to be you. Okay, so no, question number two. What's your sign and do you believe in astrology? Pisces and only if it's in my benefit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I like that. I never saw that. Got that answer before. <laughs> question number three. What's your favorite body part on your body right now? abs Ooh, yes we're gonna get a look at those (laughs) all right so question number four chocolate vanilla or caramel caramel yes and you say caramel all right question number five best piece of advice you've ever received um be nice but firm Gotta sounds get your like, way. Sounds like my friend Chris. There's this guy, Chris, I know. He's nice, but he's very firm. Mm-hmm. AKA Chip Hoffa. All right, question number six. First concert you ever attended? Usher. Ooh, which album? Or what was the. Damn, what year was that? I don't was even it, know. Was so caught up? Or was it before that? No, it was caught up. Caught up? Yeah. Mm, love that. It was All right, so cool. Good. Favorite guilty pleasure TV show? Uh, it was Dexter. Yo. I loved that, that show. I was so mad when that show ended. Yep. It's so... Why did you like it? Because I love anything serial killer. Like, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> Do you like the ID channel? Yes. Isn't it just like the best? Scott literally had to stop making me watch that <laughs> channel because I started having bad dreams. Oh my God. I'm the same way. <laughs> that shit scares me, but I love watching it. You remember Unsolved Mysteries back in the day? Of course I remember. I used to watch it with my grandmother. Oh, my God. That little song always. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. And so now, because I don't watch the ID channel anymore, I've gone to Lifetime. Because it's still always a killer, but it's light. (laughs) All right. Anyway, moving on. All right. What app, website, or book have you recently discovered that everyone must know about? Uh, The Four Agreements. Ooh. Oh, yes. A friend of mine just sent me a link to that. She said, you have to. Yep. And also just one more that I have every morning. Um, It's called Living a Life of Awareness, which is by his son. It's just like a daily kind of like meditation. Oh, that's really great. Yeah. It definitely sets you off like, you know. Let me see what I'm going to agree to. Okay. (laughs) I like that. That's a good one because I'm going to read that book. Okay. Number nine. On a scale of one to ten, how excited are you about life right now? Um, eight. That's it. We're going to stay there. <laughs> You're writing a book. There's a lot happening. There's transitions happening. I like it. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. It's an honest answer. So here's the thing. Reach out to Melissa via Instagram or wherever we find out. And then maybe you'll, she'll explain it to you a little bit better. Cause that's a good, that's a good, um, something for your fans to know. Yeah. Cause people are probably like, why is it not a 10? Because whatever, but exactly. the realness 
is that it's innate. But I tell people all the time, like I was telling in my Insta story the other day, I'm like, yo, you think like being this Instagram fitness person and all this shit is like all gravy and dandy. It's like, I'm running around all damn day. I got a kid and I got to get my own workout in and eat and do all this stuff. And I got work and all this shit. I'm stressed the F out. You right. know? Yeah, it's a lot. And I have all this pressure. And you know what I'm saying? Like, don't ever think like somebody's life is better than yours because somebody's always going through their shit. And it's just how you deal with your shit that makes the difference. Mm. <laughs> I would say amen, but I don't know if my grandfather would like me saying amen to that, but amen anyway. Okay, cool. <laughs> if you could hop on a private jet and go on vacation anywhere in the world after this interview, where would you go? Uh, Maldives. Oh, I heard it's amazing. Yeah, that water and those little cabins. So things. you've been before? No. Oh. I've seen it on Instagram. All right, so make it happen. <laughs> All right, you have two more questions. Question, 11, question number 11. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? To get into other people's bodies and train it for them for a couple months so that they can get past that damn point. I'd be like, yo, all you got to do is just get past this point and yeah. you're going to just, you, you'll be there. You'll be in a more probable place where you can keep that. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could do that. You know what? I, just to enhance your superpower, I <laughs> wish you could do that, get inside of their body, push them past that point, and then you get out of their body and they go back to the beginning and do it themselves. <laughs> true. Because then they would see like, okay, it's, like, because, I, it's possible. Yeah. Because I think it is which is why my podcast is called Trust and Believe. I just don't think people believe they can do it. And like you said earlier, they don't have faith that they can do it. And I just, I know that if they for some, somehow had a tangible feeling that it could be done, it would be amazing. But you just got to get to that. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell people all the time, I'm like, yo, I am no different than you. I don't you have did it. superpowers. I don't have, I'm a human. I'm just like you worked all damn day. People think that, you know, they look at you now and they think that this has been you always. It's like, no, this is like years and years in the making. And it's not about fitness. It's about getting your mind right. It's about getting your mind there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And from there, all these other things start to happen. Yeah, I've explained this to people on my team and, and even family members, you know, a lot of people see the end result of followers, um, you know, notoriety, you know, perfecting a craft, money, car, house, this, that, and a third. But they're like, I'm like, the grind is so fucking hard yeah. that I hate when people mistake what they see now for like that it's easier, that you can get it easy. And I, I believe, and this is just me going on a rant. <laughs> I just believe there are a lot of people out there that are saying it's easy. Like, you can, and I'm like, no, the fuck it's not. No, not at all. And even though you, you know, trained an amazing person who is an amazing icon, you still got to do the work. Exactly. It's like, what do you think this is? You think that what, I reached the damn top, that's it? You know, all is... Yeah. No, it's like every day, just like for you, is a struggle for me. You know, I still have to make those choices, right? Yeah. I still got to eat right. I still got to get my workout in. You know what I mean? It's... Yeah, the other side of it, yeah, like the payoff of having security is great, but... It's like, it's just like going through insanity or losing weight. It's like, it's super, super, super hard and tough right here. But the minute you get to that point where the people start commenting and you feel good, you're like, and that's why people think 
people who don't work out think where you can eat whatever you want. You're like, you know how much fucking work I put into getting to this place. Exactly. Like, yeah. guys, it, does, it doesn't happen that way. You're not born with the abs. You, you know, you get... Actually, my son is <laughs> one of them. I'm like, well, I ain't look like that as a kid. No, I'm just kidding. But you're right. Like, once you, hit that, once you hit that age where your body's like, you're not a kid anymore. You can't just eat McDonald's every day. Nope. Work. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Last question. Last question. What's the capital of New York State? New York City. No. Damn it. Albany. Yes. <laughs> Look, you saw me. Y'all might not have saw this, but I was like this. <laughs> no, I was like this. Let me go to her camera. I was like, this. I was like oh, uh, the. Uh, uh. Use my core again. <laughs> Melissa, it was so great. Thank you so much. We're going to me. make sure you check because she's going to show me her five favorite exercises. And I hope she makes me lift very heavy weights because she's a bodybuilder or she knows how to bodybuild. <laughs> and make, tell them where to follow you. It's going to be easy. Tell them where to follow you, how to find you, what you have going on. Oh, um, I have so much going on right now. I'm writing a book, um, but you can find me as Fit Girl Mel, girl with a U, because that girl who took it with an I, I'm about to find her. So we go Fit Girl Mel on Instagram, and um, you can find my programs, Nutrition Guide, and my blog on fitgirlmel.com and you can find me on YouTube as Fit Girl Mel and I got a lot of recipes and fun things on there, exercises. Um, and I share everything with all honesty, exactly how I do it, no bullshit. So if you're looking for no bullshit, then you looking for me. Hey, come all the way through and you're continue <laughs> to trust and believe and we'll see you next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.